Hello, this is Megan Chapa of Travel Radio. I just have a few quick announcements to make before we get into the ukulele cruise to Alaska. And that is actually how you say it. Uh, commonly, it is said ukulele. But before recording with these two, I thought that it was ukulele. It is actually ukulele. So they politely corrected me. And uh, now I know. And now you know, too. So um, this recording happened in Las Vegas in the beautiful Paris Hotel Resort Casino in one of the penthouse suites, which are very nice, very roomy, full living room. If you have the opportunity there and it looking out at the fountain at the Bellagio, that was cool. So if you get a chance to stay in one of those rooms, worth it. However, for recording, it probably wasn't ideal in March. It is still, or I should say already as hot as Hades there. So you will hear the air conditioner. I apologize for that. Um, I'll do my best to cut that out where I can. I do want to give a shout out to a gal named Barbie at the NYX store. I was having a seriously rough face day and she, I just walked in there, was the first makeup store I saw and said, can you help me? And she worked some magic. She just whipped out brushes and powders. I don't even know, but it made me really wish I had gotten a professional makeup artist for my wedding. And that's actually what she does professionally. She's been doing it for 24 years. So I will put her Instagram page down in the show notes. And if you have a Vegas wedding coming up or know someone that does, she's a good resource. And um, uh, I just was really thankful to her for helping me not look heinous before my panel discussion. So um, thanks, Barbie. And I hope that um, some folks call you up because you did a great job for me. And I was thankful for that. The last thing is that we still have our contest going on, and that is for a set of Cozy Phone headphones. They started off with the children's line, which are really the cutest headphones you've ever seen. And they're in a fleece band, and they're animal characters. They have Paw Patrol now. Go on the blog and look at the review. Um, They're really wonderful products, and I've been using the adult pair. I'll give you an update and a review on that later, but... Two days left to enter the contest. All you have to do is sign up for the newsletter. Cozy Phones will send you the product directly. You can choose the one that you like. That's all. Enjoy today's episode on the ukulele cruise to Alaska. Hi, this is Megan Chappell with Travel Radio. And today it's really exciting. I'm at the Travel Agent Forum in beautiful Las Vegas. And I have the great luck to have three of my guests from a previous episode right here in the room with me. So, Brian, Rowena, and Chuck, welcome back. Thank Thank you. Now, who wants to talk about the last episode and why you were on? Well, we were on to talk about our ukulele lover's cruise. It was um, January of this year, 2019, and that went out of Los Angeles on Ruby Princess. We did a seven-day Mexico voyage and had a great time. Awesome. So can we talk a little bit about who should come on this cruise? Oh, I guess that's me. (laughs) Well, you know, that was the very first one, so it's quite a a learning experience. But basically, the, the target person or the person to come on this cruise is someone who has had some ukulele playing experience before. This is not for the beginner Mm -hmm. at all. This is someone who should be able to 
uh, change chords fairly proficiently. I mean, at least some of the basic chords, you know, the, the C, the F, G7, G, um, the basic chords. If they can proficiently change between those chords without looking at where their fingers belong, mm-hmm. it is a class that they can come to or a workshop that they can come to and, and become a better player. Although I have to say in this last one, we had a few people who could not do those things. They weren't mastered. However, they re- worked really hard and they really um, they did very well. Ultimately, in the end, they ended up uh, being okay. And they had a great time. And, and they had a great time. Awesome. So without recapping the entire last episode, can we say what the day was structured like a little bit? So when were people doing lessons versus port time and things like that? Well, none of the lessons are during the port times because if you're going on the cruise and we're combining it with something else, you should be able to have the benefit of the cruise, which of course is visiting the ports. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the lessons or the, the meetup times are on the sea days and on the sea days only. Mm-hmm. So then um, how long are these sessions? Uh, Well, they somewhat vary, Mm -hmm. Uh, and we haven't decided what we're going to do on this cruise yet, uh, only because the last one we did was a seven-day, so this is going to be a ten-day cruise. Yes, so uh, we haven't decided exactly how how, uh, we're going to, the time frames that we're going to structure the classes. Yeah, I think, though, we're probably going to try to make our meeting times be in the mornings on the ship, because a lot of the activities people wanted to do on um, other ships were in the afternoon and evening. Mm -hmm. So I think we might keep our classes down to the morning times and make sure that they get good value and a good time and still enjoy everything that our princess ship has to offer. Okay, so before we move on to the cruise line, how about what are they learning songs, or is this deeper than that? Like, is the purpose to, like, expand your number of songs that you know, or are we really getting into technique and theory? We are getting more into different techniques. Uh, not so much playing different songs. Maybe towards the end we'll play some songs, but uh, mostly just learning new techniques and uh, just something that you really wouldn't get, you know, playing at a ukulele club mm-hmm. and stuff. You would, you'd basically be learning a different type of playing. You know, anyway. what, what we see is most lessons, most classes that are being held out there are, are most of the teaching that's done. What happens is an instructor will pick up a song and will teach them to play that song. And so they can only play that song. Mm -hmm. What we do is we teach them to play the ukulele. And if they learn to play the ukulele, then they can play many songs. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense to you. As opposed to teaching them one song, okay, you learn this song, you learn that song, now you can play three songs. What we do is we teach them how to utilize the ukulele as an instrument that if they learn the chords, the way the chord progressions work, if they um, understand more about the instrument and then practice it, then they could play several songs. Yes. Then you don't have to learn a specific song to be able to play that. You could be able to look at um, 
a song with the chords and be able to get right through that and actually yeah. play that song. Yeah, and a really neat treat the last time you guys were on, which uh, please go listen to the episode if you haven't. It's travelradioonline.com slash I think ukulele, but you can find it. Just search ukulele. Sorry, correction. I was corrected last time. It is ukulele. Yes, okay. <laughs> there we go. Uh, but Brian played for us. He had his ukulele there, and he was playing. And uh, if you don't know, it's actually a picking instrument. There's quite a bit of picking that goes on, which to me I put yes. that in the mandolin category. But it was mm-hmm. it was fantastic. That was a nice treat. So, but it's not actually. Most people think of the ukulele as a strumming instrument. Right. It's just that Brian does pick and strum, and that's regional. Mm-hmm. That's where from where you're from. That's kind of yeah. the style. It's neat mm-hmm. stuff. No. <laughs> she was this yes, was this no. <laughs> that's how I was. That's raised. how he was raised playing, yeah. but it's not. You know, as a Hawaiian instrument, it wasn't necessarily picked; it was strummed. Yeah. All right, but Brian picked that up along the way um, from family. From family, yes. Because he had a grandfather who was a flamenco player. Okay. So that's where the picking comes in. Sure. Yeah. And if you were to do a different style of music, like bluegrass, it's going to involve more picking than strumming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, or if you you can even play ukulele as a lead instrument, yeah. so play the. Uh, like a lead guitar, lead ukulele. This is, it's exciting stuff to think about, you know, because I think when you're in your home and you're surrounded by your stuff and your laundry and your dishes and your extra stuff from work, you don't sit down to practice. And this is a whole week or 10 days dedicated to developing your skills. And so it's not just a vacation that you want to relax, you are taking home a new skill. I think that's really exciting. So how many people uh, about came and, you know, picked up their skills? We had about 10 in our class. That's yeah. great. That's a really intimate, nice setting to gain some good experience. It is. Most of them had been on um, the the prior Hawaii cruises where there were like 300 people in the room. Oh. And you get no individual instruction at all in that, in that kind of a setting. Super just, valuable. Yeah. You know, it's fun, but you're, you're not learning a lot. So then let's talk a little bit about your background in instruction because this was specifically for more advanced people that wanted to learn additional skills. But you guys are regularly teaching not just ukulele but also hula and other things Hawaii. Will you talk a little bit about that and how people can find out? Sorry, that's a surprise question, right? <laughs> no, it's okay. Oh, you're so skilled. We should talk about it. <laughs> no, it's it's all right. That's not a problem. Just Brian gives me the looks like, you talk, you talk. <laughs> you, you no, matter, no matter what the question is, he gives me the look that says, you talk. Um, yes, we do teach ukulele uh, for um, the Hawaii cruise. Actually, more than the Hawaii cruise. Princess has us teach actually on the Japan cruise as well as uh, other South Pacific um, mm. cruises. There, the classes are much bigger. It depends on how many ukulele the ship uh, carries with them on that particular cruise. So if they've got 80 ukulele, then we have 80 students, plus Mm. the ones that bring their own instruments. Mm. So that could be anywhere from 10, something 15 plus. Um, And then we also sell ukulele, so before we're done, the class can hit. Uh, you know, 100 people easy wow. without a problem. Um, most of them have never even touched a ukulele before, mm-hmm. um, but we have them. Um, yeah, you know, if, if the way that that we've adapted teaching, by the time they walk out of there, even though they didn't 
know how to play an ukulele or guitar or any other instrument, by the time they walk out, Brian always says he promises them that they can have the ability to play at least a hundred songs. No, I, I almost guarantee them. Oh, excuse me. He oh, almost guarantees almost guarantee. <laughs> that they can uh, have the ability to play a hundred songs, which is pretty much true. Yeah. Um, by, by then, they, they understand the way it works, they understand it, and they can put that together. And even if, as long as they know what the song sounds like, they can probably play it. Nice. Um, and those those basic chords you said you should master. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The basic chords. And, you know, our, what, what our the, main goal is to get people to play ukulele. And, by you know, by the time the cruise is over, they should be able to read a music on a sheet of paper and not reading music like reading music yeah. like a chord just like chords, chords. Yeah. yeah and just be able to play the song right that's and good that we usually get about 90% 90% usually can can walk out and, and, and I we could hand them almost anything and say here and within 10 or 15 minutes they could probably play that song maybe not proficiently or yeah. the way they would like but to be able to actually make it through that song how many people how many cruises have you done, and how many people do you think that you've trained? Oh, thousands. That's awesome. Thousands. I, I don't know how many cruises we've done, but... Quite a few, and thousands ta- ta- of people. Uh, um, if you're listening, <laughs> and we taught you, please uh, send Rowena an email. Oh, no. And we're going to count all the emails that come in. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, send Rowena a check. <laughs> well, I'll take those, too. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so ukulele is one of the big things that, that we do teach. Um, we teach hula um, as well. We have a lot of fun in the hula class. Um, actually, we have fun in everything that we do, Just not just the ukulele and the hula, um, but everything. We have craft classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do Polynesian crafts. Uh, I lecture almost daily on something Hawaiian. Mm. Uh, we entertain... Um, just all types of things. Do you have any sort of official title? Like, we are the ambassadors for well, Hawaii. They call us Hawaiian ambassadors. Yeah, you should be. I, I prefer, we've always said that we are um, ambassadors of Aloha. Okay. Because with Aloha, you can do anything. You mm-hmm. can teach ukulele, you can teach hula, you can, you can do all those things. Mm-hmm. If you have no Aloha, then nobody wants to learn. <laughs> I mean, if you're mean, you're angry, if you're grouchy, who wants to come to your class? Right, so give us some some definition of aloha. uh, Aloha. Aloha is, um, just to sum it up real quickly, it's when we take the best of us and share it with you. And you take the best of you and share it back with us. That's wonderful. That's a good concept. We should apply that more liberally in all areas. I agree. And I will teach that daily. Yeah. Okay, this reminds me. You have a charity that we didn't get to, that didn't make the last episode. What's the charity? Actually, it's not a charity. Sorry. Okay. It's not a charity. Um, and I'm actually... Oh, no, it's a book. It's a book. It's yes. a book. It's yes. a book. It's okay. a book called Random Acts of Aloha. Yeah. And I am compiling stories, and it just started because um, the people that cruise with us, they experience the aloha. Mm-hmm. And when they get onto the island, so often things happen to them that they just cannot even imagine uh, I mean one story that comes to mind is uh, I was doing a talk on the big island of Hawaii and I was telling people where they could go and see what they could do and um, and places that they could eat and there's one place in particular when you're in Hilo that we really like um, 
and it's called Hawaiian Style Cafe, and it's right near the port. Mm. And so this young couple had gone on to uh, tours in the morning, and then they went to Hawaiian Style Cafe. They wanted to eat lunch in the afternoon. They hadn't eaten all day because mm-hmm. they were on the tours. They sure. went to Hawaiian Style Cafe. Well, I did not know that Hawaiian Style Cafe closed at 2 o'clock. Oh, no. Otherwise, I would have told them. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. So they show up, and the doors or the closed sign is up, but somebody's in there. Uh, cleaning up and so the couple had said oh you know oh we came here because Rowena told us that this is the best that we should come if we wanted to t- taste some Hawaiian type food that we, mm-hmm. this is the place to go mm-hmm. and so the the girl there said would you hold on just a minute in about two minutes she came back and she said well you can come on in and eat just as long as you don't mind if we clean up while you're eating so they let them come in, they ordered, they ate, the people cleaned up around them, uh-huh. and they just had the experience of their life. That's and awesome. Yes, that's awesome, and that's aloha. Yeah. And so um, after we hit the islands, I have people, they come back with these stories, and they tell me their stories about mm-hmm. what happened to them. I mean, that's just one story. Um, and then they go home, and they tell me, you know, Oh, I, you know, I tried to show people aloha, and they showed aloha back to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm compiling a book of stories. It's called Random Acts of Aloha. Mm-hmm. So if you've experienced any aloha, whether it's in Hawaii or in your own hometown, or mm-hmm. or if you've seen aloha happen, I mean, we've had some. I, I've had some tremendous stories come in. Please send them to me because we are getting ready to print here this year. Cool. So the book will. I'm hoping to have the books out by September. Do they need to be events that happened in Hawaii, or they can no be? anywhere? Okay. I've had somebody uh, tell me a story that happened. Actually, I had a couple in Las Vegas because we're there quite often. Mm-hmm. So, which is where um, we are now. Which we are where we are now, where people tell me. But I mean, they've all over. I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, how can people send them to you? Uh, they can email me. Okay. Um, I'll put it in the show notes, but if you want to tell them now, okay. you're welcome to. Rowena106 at gmail.com. Okay, there you go. Yeah. R-O-W-E-N-A-106 at gmail.com. Okay, great. Cool. We'll put that in the show notes, too. That's good. Yeah. All right, so you are on the be- a beautiful princess ship. Which one? It's uh, going to be Star Princess coming oh, up. Yes, oh, yes. On, on this one, coming up on the star. Brian's popular. star princess on um starting monday january 22nd 2020 from beautiful san francisco nice i love cruising out of san francisco and uh going out underneath the golden gate bridge but you know if you'd like to come on our uh intermediate cruise the one that chuck just mentioned about what you can do is get on to one of the ships that were on prior to that take our beginner class Uh, practice and then get into the intermediate class that's a good call yeah, because you could do a 2019 right. voyage and, uh-huh. then, and then get on the better, or not be, sorry, not better, more advanced. Ukulele class. Ukulele class yeah. in 2020. More intimate setting, yeah. more a smaller group. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's much, much more intimate uh, and, and much more personalized instruction. So yeah. how can people find out what those sailing dates are? And are they all... To Hawaii, or are they? No, they're not. As a matter of fact, I think this year we're doing one South Pacific on Princess. Okay. 
Yeah, I think there's one, maybe two, but they're posted. If you go to our website, www.brianandrowena.com, pretty mm -hmm. easy, brianandrowena.com, um, they are posted on that site. And nice. if you sign up for our newsletter, you'll get emails every time okay. we sail or... Who knows? We may play in your hometown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because these guys are, you manufacture your own ukuleles. Yes, we do. We manufacture our own ukuleles. And you perform at festivals? Festivals, concerts. As a matter of fact, uh, for those people up in um, the, I guess it would be Roseville's, what, Sacramento area. Okay. Sacramento, we have a concert coming up on May 4th, May 4th in Roseville. Okay. And then I think we're going to schedule some things down closer into the L.A. area and then down in San Diego this year as well. And you're going to be back in Las Vegas, correct? We are going to be back in Las Vegas, but at this moment, I don't know when. <laughs> <laughs> if you look for the Las Vegas Ukulele Club, it's, it's their event, right? Uh... They do have an ukulele club here, but I have no idea. We, I've not okay. been able to contact. You think of Reno, maybe? I think I'm thinking, thinking of Reno. Reno. Yeah, Reno. I, think Reno. I don't know what I'm talking about. I should just be asking questions and not answering them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're going to <laughs> Roseville, kind of on their way back okay. from, right, from right. Reno. Yes, yeah, so we'll be at the Reno Ukulele Festival. Um, we'll be there. That's uh, May 1st through the 4th. And then on the 4th, we leave and drive into Roseville for our concert that evening mm. in Roseville. And that's, uh, we actually just did one a couple of weeks ago in Roseville, but it sold out immediately. So cool. we had to schedule another date, which ended up being May the 4th. That's cool. May the 4th um, be with you. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> it's all these uh, Star Wars nerds out uh, there. <laughs> yes, there are a bunch of um, But that's also on our website. You'll see that that's posted then. Cool. Um, so for the students that attended the last one, what did you think about the progression from where they started to where they ended up? That was amazing. That was amazing. It's like yeah, the, first, about you. the first session, It's because uh, I'm not an advanced player at all, but I've gone through the basics. And to hear our, our little ragtag group, um, at the very beginning, you're thinking, oh, my goodness, at the end of this cruise, we have to do a concert. <laughs> and then, man, we turned into something something pretty special. Actually, it was. You know, we had a lot of guests come up to me afterwards, and um, they they thought that it was just fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. And so many of them just never even imagined the ukulele to be able to, you know, they just think of Tiny Tim and tiptoe <laughs> through the tulips. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, yeah, and they didn't know that this skill development was happening the whole time they were in the casino or whatever. You guys were picking up these extra picking skills and whatnot. That's cool. That's cool. So then, uh, what is the route of the next cruise? Ah, it's... Um, you start in San Francisco. Yeah, for San Francisco, going on up to Juneau, Alaska. Wow. Then Skagway. Doing some scenic cruising in the Endicott Arm and Don Glacier. And uh, then Sitka. Sitka was a Russian settlement, and it actually belonged to Russia until 1867 and became part of the United States. And then a stop in Canada, Victoria, Canada, for returning back to 
San Francisco. That scenic cruising that happens in the Endicott Arm and the Don Glacier, that's um, um, that's like a whole day of beautiful sights from the ship, but they usually have shore excursions where you get onto a smaller boat and go up closer to the glaciers, mm-hmm. and that's really neat. So you're getting off of your ship, boarding a boat, and then going off and getting much closer. So all, all of that's going to be just really great. And if you haven't ever seen Alaska, it's just uh, really beautiful. Well, yeah. We've never really seen beautiful. Alaska. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's interesting to take this like essentially warm weather ambassador instrument into the you know the heart of ice, if you will. That's cool. Yeah, you know, it was funny that we're stopping in British Columbia because that reminded me of a, another story of um, one of our students. Um, for several years, Princess had us sailing out of Vancouver, Canada. Mm-hmm. So we'd fly up to Vancouver, get, go to Hawaii from there. Mm-hmm. And there was this woman. Um, who came to our beginner ukulele class and she played and she bought an ukulele and anyway to make a long story short she took the the um, the beginner class mm-hmm. and uh, we became friends with her so we did we visited her um, she wanted to buy another ukulele so we found one for her we brought it to her well she went from there to now she plays the ukulele professionally wow <laughs> Good story. <laughs> yeah, she plays professionally. And she was playing professionally probably within two years of the very first time she picked up an ukulele. Well, let's give her a plug. What's her name? Uh, her name is uh, Yoko. Yoko Lau. L-A-U. Yoko Lau. Cool. But yeah, so she plays professionally. That's a really good... Yeah. Like, I mean, you really inspired wonderful. her. That's awesome. And she loves to play Oh, ukulele. she does. So um, let's talk about what else we need to know about this cruise. When uh, when would you prefer deposits to be in? Uh, and do we talk sailing dates? Do we mention the dates? Well, the sailing date is June 22nd of 2020 yep. on Star Princess. And all of the details, the itinerary, all the pricing information that's going to be on the the. Uh, ukulele lovers cruises.com website mm-hmm. and um, and we'll link to it yeah you'll be able to link to that and um, we'll have all the different cabin types available like to um, um, encourage people to get the balcony cabins on an Alaska cruise because if there's if, yeah. <laughs> if there's ever a no-brainer it's Alaska and a balcony yeah. for everything you want to be able to see. Also, um, if I believe you told me, if someone had already put down a $100 deposit for a future cruise on a past cruise, mm-hmm. they can still call you and you can take yep. that deposit. and You can, can certainly apply it. And you can apply it. Now, will they get the same perks that they were offered when yes. they... So they'll get... So whatever perks they had at the time... Yep. Of the cruise that they were on, where they put that hundred dollars down, they'll still get the same perks, and you can apply that yes. hundred dollars. As long as cruise. their future cruise uh, deposit is in U.S. currency, then yeah, everything will be able to be used on this. If they've got one that's in Australian dollars or Canadian dollars, then it just has to be converted to U.S. currency, and Princess will do that for us, and they just have to make up the, any difference. 
between now, their 100 Canadian and the 100 U.S. Okay. And, and then, yeah, I can, I can apply it at that point. Now, what about if, uh, I know a lot of people have credits for whatever the reason Princess has given them a credit. Can you use those credits towards Absolutely. this? All right. Yep. So is this, it's open to more than U.S. residents? Uh, yes, it is. We've, we've had some people from Australia, some from Canada, and it's just a little more work for me to get them included in our group, but yeah, we could definitely, okay. definitely do and that. And you don't mind doing the work? Oh. No, this is what fine. he does. No, I live, <laughs> live for that. Um, and of the, the credits you were talking about, uh, Princess does offer a, um, an onboard credit for active or retired um, military, um, U.S., Australian military, Canadian military. So as long as you're honorably discharged. Um, and the shareholder credit. So if, you're, if you've got 100 shares of Carnival Corporation, which is the parent company of Princess Cruises, then you can get... Um, onboard credit depending on the cabin type and the length of the sailing so that onboard credit and I, I always help um, my clients to get that credit applied yeah I think that we did the, we did the 10 day cruise and we have we had stock and so I think it was $200 yeah something like that yeah. and that's like free spending money it is it's, it's my <laughs> I'm I'm no stock genius, but it's my my best performing stock in my portfolio, and especially if you cruise a lot. Um, uh, Carnival Corporation does pay dividends, um, and getting the onboard credit on those it's one of those no brainers if you if you invest. If you like to cruise, and that's your brand, that's right. Yep. and that's right. the and it happens at 100 shares, yeah, so you don't have to spend whole lot on it. That's like an annual IRA contribution right there. Yeah. There you go. One year of IRA contributions, boom, you're there. Yeah. So let's talk about a success story or a funny story. Do you have one from the cruise to share? Oh, Chuck just rolled his eyes. They were all terrible stories. <laughs> oh, <I just laughs> Actually, you know, we had a husband and wife come on, and, and the husband was pretty proficient at playing. His wife, when she got on... Not so much. As a matter of fact, 15 minutes into the class, she was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I, I, I want to go to Zumba. I don't want to do I this. Want to go to Zumba. <laughs> that was the second. <laughs> and, um, but she stayed. Um, and as a matter of fact, I, I, I worked with her a lot as Brian worked with the rest of the class because she just really needed to catch up. Mm -hmm. So I worked with her. Um, and second day, same thing. She didn't want to be there. She just fought it. She was trying to be polite. But I could tell she was just fighting it. Then hit about the third day, something just gelled. Mm -hmm. By the fourth day, she was standing up and would play standing up. And she would just rock back and forth as she was strumming. Good. And by the time it came down to the performance, she was just front and center. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we had a really great. neat performance yeah. in the the atrium. The um, what do they call that? The stuff? piazza. The piazza on the um, on Ruby Princess. And we had a nice crowd. You, we had we a huge had a crowd. Huge crowd up all three all three decks mm -hmm. lining lining the um, 
the Overlook on there, and then everybody down in the International Cafe. I'd say probably what two or three hundred people Easy. watching That's our awesome. show. Easy, hmm. it was a huge crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was great. What about your dining experience in there? How do you like Princess's food? Because you guys cruise a lot, mm. so how do they compare? Your um, Princess is my favorite. I, yeah, I love the dining on there. Um, uh, I know that in our group we had somebody who had um, special dining requirements, mm-hmm. gluten-free or something like that. <laughs> it's her way she's And she was just amazed at how many choices she had in yes. that. Where They most, didn't have sticky rice. <laughs> yeah, yeah where mo- most places you look for something gluten-free and you're getting salad. And, but but she had all kinds yeah. of choices. Well, I have to that. say, you know, Princess is actually working at getting better. They're doing a lot more sugar-free mm-hmm. uh, things. And even in the buffet, if you asked anyone, if you asked a chef what's gluten-free, he'll go down the aisle with you and tell you what's gluten, what they have that's gluten-free. Mm-hmm. Or they'll tell you what's dairy-free. Mm. But a lot of their desserts are now, they usually have one or two desserts that are sugar-free. Mm. Yeah. So they're being much more cognizant of the needs of the people, I believe. That's good. It's good to hear. And what about, did you, how were your rooms? Anyone have any disappointing or really exciting things that they experienced in their rooms? Beds comfortable, sh- curtains closed appropriately. <gasps> We just went there to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I I enjoyed my room. Mine was a balcony. Um, you folks got an cabin. you got an inside cabin, but you're used to having a, a crew cabin, so it was an upgrade for you. I like an inside cabin. My kids will sleep until noon if I don't wake them up because because it's pre- dark. They're dark and they're pretty quiet. Yeah. If, you, if you get one located properly, which Plug for travel agents, if you don't use one and you buy one on like one of these discounting sites, there's a reason that room's discounted because it's under an ele- not under an elevator, but next to an elevator or the stairs. Next to or, the engine room. Yeah, <laughs> the bilge pump, whatever. So, you know, get do yourself a favor, find yourself a cruise agent and get a good room. So. And I can't stress enough with Alaska where there is something to see out your balcony. That's I, why you're going. Yep. Well, and yeah, definitely worth having the balcony on that one. I mean, you do a coastal cruise like we did to Mexico, where a lot of the time you've got really nothing to see except for the three port days. Mm. Yeah, no big deal getting an inside cabin. But on Alaska, man, you don't want to miss those sites. Yeah, that's awesome. So before I wrap it up, is there anything we've forgotten? Anything we should throw in there? Any other events, charities, books, stories we should mention? I think we got it. Yeah, I think we got it. Where can people get your ukulele? Ukulele, sorry. Where can they get them? (laughs) On the ship. (laughs) On the ship? (laughs) Or they can go to our website, email me. Okay. Um, Neat. We'll Um, we'll have them at several of the festivals this year. mm -hmm. Um, As a matter of fact, Reno, we'll have several there. Um, but yeah, so they're always available. But we always do, we carry them on the ship as well. Okay, wonderful. Guys, so good to meet you in person. Thanks for taking a minute out of your day to record. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much, Megan. Really appreciate it. Yeah, it's great. Great having you guys.
All right. All right. Well, thank you. Aloha. Aloha.